They want you to, to be, you know, like a real role model citizen. But when you're disabled and you're too much independence, they hold it against you. And then they want to take certain things from you. You know, that's the world we live in today. And, it's, you know, it's a sad thing, but I just keep on pushing, you know, like something's going to come through, you know. I well, just like focus on what I can change and anything else, I just give to God. You know? Welcome to Out of the Box with Christine. And now, here's the host of the show, Christine Blasdale. Today's show is brought to you by How Do I Create a Podcast.com. Want to create your very own podcast to promote you and your business? Learn how you can become a rock star podcaster in 30 days or less. Just visit How Do I Create a Podcast.com. That's How Do I Create a Podcast.com. Welcome back to Out of the Box with Christine. I am your host, Christine Blasdale, your expert authority coach. And you know, Out of the Box with Christine is the podcast for conscious entrepreneurs, for people who are making it and shaking it and who are coming from a heart-centered place, trying to make the world a better place by using our gifts, whatever they may be, the gift of gab or our wisdom and um, the lessons that we've learned in life. And today I am very excited to have uh, my guest joining us today. Byron Breeze Jr., also known as Soldier, is joining yes. us today. And um, I'm, do you, is it, is, do I like to be, have me call you Byron or Soldier? Uh, call me half. Call you half? What yes. you said? Yes. Call me. Yeah, everybody oh. call me half, so, but you know. Okay. Okay. Call me half, so. Okay. So, so I'm joined by half who, um, born without legs or hands, um, soldier half has moved to New York City from Washington, D.C. to create a better life. And the act of survival turned into an unexpected journey to help raise money on the corner of 60th and Madison in New York City to not only pay his bills, but to unite the urban casualties, which is a group of artists, musicians and poets who met in a rehabilitation facility near Washington, D.C. And other than uh, Soldier, uh, who was born uh, with a birth defect, the other members of the group were paralyzed as young men due to violence and a car accident. And so, wow. And I'm just picturing you New York City. That's a crazy place to be. Yeah. And and how long are you still there in New York? Well, I've moved back to Maryland. OK, I'm so in you... New York now, uh -huh. you know, promoting the book and uh, hustling and promoting the book. I, I'm in New York now, but I, I live in Maryland. And the. And the book we're talking about is um, he's the also the author of If You Only Knew the Half. Oh, and if for for those of you who, who aren't watching this on YouTube, he's holding up the cover and my heart just jumps out. The book. It's the actual book. It's the book. It's done. It's available now. Talk about that. 
What a celebration yeah. that you have been working uh, on for so many years. Um, long time coming, you know, like, yeah. I just, something came to me early on this year, and I just, some said, get to it, you know, and uh, you know how you put your mind to something, and like, in the next four months, it was done. I was up, ready for press, had to edit it, and go through the editing process, and make sure everything was everything, Four months, five months, I had the book in my hand. You know, your perseverance and dedication to your soul's mission is just, I got goosebumps. I got goosebumps. I got like, ah. It's just survival to me. It may be perseverance and persistence, but it's just, that's my survival. You know, like, I'm surviving. Like, I ain't got no other choice. No. Tell us, tell us a little bit about well, you grew up in in Washington D.C. Um, I visited there uh, quite a few times, and actually was on the radio there at WPFW. Um, oh, okay. I like Washington D.C. and Maryland. I like that. I love the lobster rolls. The DMV, they call it the DMV. <laughs> yes, I I really liked it there. I love the public transport and everything. But um, talk about talk about growing up. First of all. You know, I don't know how old you are, but, um, you know, I'll be 50 October. Okay. So especially in, in inner cities with Washington, D.C., life can be sometimes rough. Um, it, it can definitely be rough. But then yeah, on top yeah. of it, to be born with the situation that you found yourself in, uh, talk about growing up and 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 how you got around how how you dealt with like i know there's some crazy bullies and stuff like that but just talk about your early Look, early memory they called me the bully oh, I was the bully. that's the type of attitude i had you know that's why they called me soldier you know it was like i don't know it's like i was moving sometimes i forget i'm disabled mm-hmm. i don't even know what that what that word is to me you know, that that's how I move around in my life sometimes, you know, like like I ain't disabled, but when everybody had their good and bad days, you know. But I try to have more good days than bad days. But I know when I have certain bad days, this world ain't made for me. You know, like it's not made for me at me as being a disabled human or disabled American. It's not made for me, you know, like a lot of my resources and um, benefits that I think I'm obligated is being taken away from me right now, like little things. And, you know, like, that's why I get out and I hustle and I do what I do. And th- and that's why I made this book. If, if you only knew the hat, because, you know, like, I'm still going through things today, but I try not to show it. It's that... It's that that light that 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 light spirit that um that just comes through. It's so powerful, and I can see it and um and feel it. Can you can you talk about too? Because um you know, on the on the streets in New York, it it can get rough. Not not just only like interesting people that you meet, but also um to hell just the weather it's, it's like one of the coldest places i've ever been i was there in february in february and i was just walking around talking to new yorkers going how do you do this <laughs> oh like oh i'm part eskimo i don't mind the cold you don't mind the I'm cold oh nature, so i'm hot in nature so i stay warm I'm like a bed 
<laughs> but you must have had some um, um, just some amazing experiences. Can you talk about some highlights of, of when you were there? And then also with the wonderful group of, of people that you brought together as well. Here in New York or D.C.? Well, I, I, I'm interested in both. Okay, well, 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 in D.C., well, you know, the guys, a um, couple of guys, we went to school together, and we used to live in the same building. So we used to always get together and um, rap and hang together. You know, back in those days when I first got out of high school, you know, I went, you know, I'm hanging out with guys, guys that we was doing wild things, you know, hanging out, got in trouble, you know, selling things that we weren't supposed to be selling, you know. Yeah. I experienced all those things, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, um, and, but through that, when I was doing those things, I see that it wasn't going to get me nowhere. You know, a lot of my friends were getting in trouble. They even tried to give me a conspiracy charge because my friends that I was hanging around with, you know, it wasn't necessary that all my friends was doing something, but they had us in a senior citizens building, right? And, you know, we young moving into the building. So all my friends were like basketball, football players. So they come in the door looking bigger than life. And they like, oh, like they're going to do something, but it wasn't like that. So, but they try to uh, say that I was responsible for some type of organized crime because the friends that I was hanging around. So when all that was going on, you know, and what made it hit the fans when they kicked in my door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine you waking up and you got police shields and assault rifles in your face, you know, and I'm laying in my house in the living room by myself. Wasn't nobody in my house that day, you know, but that was their assumptions that we was doing. All, I had all this unorganized crime type of figures hanging around. So um, when that happened and I wound up moving out the building, I just moved up to New York. You know, I gave up everything. I came up to New York with a wheelchair and a prayer. And that's how me and Kathy met. That's how I, how my life has been built upon off of 60th and Madison. Mm. You know, like, and <laughs> it's like, I can't leave it alone right now. So, but, you know, like, I done met a lot of people of New York, you know, like Mr. Ralph LeBrand. I know his brother, both his brothers. Matter of fact, his brother Jerry got my book. Um, I met, um, uh, what's the name? Cuomo, Mr. Cuomo, the older one, the father, before he passed, Mr. Uh, Tony Bennett, I knew him. He used to come through there. I met a lot of people, and I still know a lot of people, you know, through 60th of Madison. They call that billionaire's row. So you see all type of people come through there. Like, that was, that was a smart school. place to be. <laughs> yeah. But right now, that corner, or say right now, is under... It's under construction. All the buildings on that corner is under renovation. And at the same time, so it looked kind of weird right now. <laughs> so, you know, so like when I do go out there, I get like passed by out of towners and 
mainly like the construction worker guys to be out there right now. So, but I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to um, make my build my life from off the street from 60th and in a different way now, you know, like trying to create content, you know, like the book and I got my shirt, no excuses, you know, um, I just I try to that. create, and, you know, you know, and, and I, and I learned doing a lot of this, you know, how they say through isolation comes elevation. So like, I find a lot of times when I isolate myself, I I come to a lot of conclusions and overcome a lot of obstacles, you know. You've had to come you've had to overcome a, a lot of obstacles in life and you know we and, and, and still is like and still every day. Still, every day. Still, Dave, I tell you some of the things that, that they say, oh no, you can't get this, you can't get this. I was told that I wasn't gonna be able to drive. I was told that I wasn't going to be able to do this and do that. That's why, you know, I can't tell the right hand what the left hand doing. You know, because in this world that we live in, like, they push you to be independent, you know? They push you to be strong. They want you to, to be, you know, like a real role model citizen. But when you're disabled and you're too much independence, they hold it against you. And then they want to take certain things from you. You know, that's the world we live in today. And it's, you know, it's a sad thing, but I just keep on pushing, you know, like something's going to come through, you know, I well, just focus I, on what I can change and anything else. I just give to God. What I, what I, what I was, was saying earlier too, before we started recording is, you know, if the government can give billions and billions or trillions, I don't even know how much it is now to, uh, to, to uh, Ukraine and for war and, and, to, for these things that are outside of our of our communities and our umbrella that we have, you know, like yeah, you know, and if you think about it, it's like it's like his brother who's 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 doing right, who's staying straight, who's want to motivate people and help them, and you need assistance, you need help. It's and it's not we're not talking trillions of dollars, right? <laughs> Nope. Not even that. Like, I'm trying to say, they people, I don't understand how somebody can have a billion dollars. I heard Tupac say this. How can you have a hundred billion dollars, but it's still a hundred people on the street that's homeless and hungry? It doesn't make sense. How many houses can you have? How many cars can you have? So when I see people spending all that money and car, that's it's stupid to me. <laughs> like it doesn't make sense. It doesn't register. So like that's why you know I'm real patient because I know my blessings are gonna come. You know, but because what I what I'm seeking is real mediocre. Because I can make something small into something real substantial. You know, I just know I can do that. So you know, I just got a lot of patience, but. Well, it's, and it's crazy. The world we live in is wild. Exactly, it's crazy. And also, making it illegal for people to feed the you know people that are hungry, as well. You can't just oh, make sandwiches and go down and feed people. It's like wait. listen to this. Listen to this, though, Christian. They was calling me and was asking me, "Was I still disabled before I can get my disability check?" Yeah, exactly. 
What is so the nip that in the bud? I went to the office and so they said, Oh, why are you here? I said, I'm here because y'all called me in to make sure that I'm still disabled. Uh, yeah, no legs have grown, no fingers have grown, so uh, yeah, I'm still disabled. What's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> they think magically so, you're gonna grow limbs. I don't know, man. It's just people not doing their job. I don't know. And you and you struggle and, and and you struggle and struggle. And the thing is, is that all because I know all the bureaucratic red tape you got to go through, and you got to fill this form out and do that, and go in this line and fill this thing but, out. But, for, but none of that's available. None of that. Like, oof, everything oof. they say. Oh, the list is a cut off. List is a cut off. Everything is is, is nothing available. Nothing. So, you know, everything is being outsourced. Everything, all the resources, like everything is like all the waiting lists for housing, certain housing. It's like right now I'm paying regular rent. I've been doing that by my dolly since 2016. I'm paying regular rent. I've been trying to find affordable houses. I moved back home and it's, you know, but it is what it is. That's one of my struggles that I deal with on a daily basis. You know, I'm behind right now, but they going to get it when I get it. That's all I can say. <laughs> right. If I ain't got it, I ain't got it to give. It is let's, what it is. Let's help so, get you know, that. Let's help get that. Let's help get that rent paid. And um, I, 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 I'm trying. I'm, trying. I'm going to tell you everybody. Know. I'm going to listen. Everybody who is listening to this podcast and watching it on YouTube. First of all, you need to share this episode is with as many people as possible. Okay. Number two, you need to get his book, if you only knew the half, okay? I'll have a link in the show notes. You can get it that way. Uh, and also you're gonna go, you can go to uh, the website halfasolja.com and it's H-A-L-F-A-S-O-U-L-J-A.com and reach out to Solja, reach out. And whatever way you feel that you can also assist, because not only is he just trying to do like the good thing and to be an awesome citizen, but he's also speaking and helping motivate people because it's like, you know what? If you wake up on a Monday and you're like, oh, I got to go to work today. I don't feel like it. You know, just listen to his story and you'll go, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> If he can do that, all of that, and he's written a book, and he's and there's a film about and write another one, huh? and you're writing another one, and he's and he's you know that's no excuses, no excuses, absolutely no excuses. Oh my goodness! Yeah. All right, well we'll make sure we put that out there. Um, so you're and the thing is too that you're you know, I I think what you have to say and your, like I said, your perseverance, your strength and your courage needs to be seen by more people, you know? So I'm also, I'll put this out there too. If there's somebody that can also, I think you need a Ted talk. I think you need a Ted talk now, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because um, something with a Ted talk can reach millions of people. And not only will you be inspiring, inspiring people who are really in a, in, a, in a difficult situation right now, but also then that will that can lead to other things. 
right? Because people need to know about you and about the work that you do and also what's happening in the community in general. Well, we live in terrible. <laughs> it's, but, you know, but listen, life happening for it, not to us. You know, you got to keep on pushing. Well, yeah, you got the, the thing is, is that it is that you need you need to have the basic human necessities of life. Basic resources, like yes, it is it is getting stripped from me slowly but surely. I think the last thing they're gonna take from me is my disability check, and I feel it's coming soon, though. I think so, for real. I think so. I think so. You know, I don't know why. I don't know why they even took the little food stamp that they was giving me. I don't know why, but I think it's coming to that point. You know. I just like to prepare myself, you know. So, so what can we do? What can we do? What can what can 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 people do? Spread the word about the book. Spread the word you know, about the book. Keep me in your prayers, or you know, just, you know, just other than that, I just I just put give everything to God, you know. Do you have God Do you have like it. a Do you have like a GoFundMe page or a or a PayPal page or something that people can just. Well, only thing people, you know, like when they was buying my book, they they were sending me money through the Zelle. Zelle. Okay. All right. So they can that, get that info. Uh, can they get that information at the website? No, nah, Zelle. Zelle is is like my name, Byron Breeze, and and my phone numbers. Um, so oh, okay. Zelle, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna like, say to contact you directly because I don't want you to give your phone number out. Then you'll start getting all the I I get the scam. Oh, my phone number there like, like oh is it it's all it's social media because like when they when i tell people that they want the book you know to call me before i had it on amazon and apple and barnes and noble i, I was doing distributing myself okay all right so let's put it out there so folks can can uh zell and that's a uh transfer of funds um and where do that what's the phone number associated with that 717 634 7633 Seven. The name Byron. Yes. Byron Breeze. Okay, so here we go. So for those of you who want to, you know, let's let's support. Let's support Byron right now. Um you can do a Zelle transfer uh the number is 717-634-7633. And the name is Byron Breeze, B-Y-R-O-N-B-R-E-E-Z. And um, yeah, this should not, what was that? Is is B-R-E-E-Z-E. It's an E at the end. B-R-E-E-Z-E. I think I said that, but I'll put that in the show notes too. So if anybody forgot, if anybody's like, I'm driving and I can't, don't worry, it's in the show notes. You can go back to it. Um. So you're, you know what? I really appreciate letting me use your platform, spread the word. I really appreciate you, man. You know, like absolutely, it's hard to find. It's it's, it's hard to find good people like you in the day, and, and I really appreciate it. You know, absolutely, and and anything that you've got going on that you you know that you need to get the word out, you just let me know. Feel like there's, I feel like there's something really big, and it's, I'm, 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 I'm not a psychic. I'm not like psychic Cleo or anything like that. 
but I feel like there's something that's actually really big ha- going to happen for you. And, and, and yet the chipping away, you know what, the chipping away of taking away your support, your life support, really, it's like you being in a hospital and they're un- trying to unplug things yeah. that may, that may happen, that, that chip away may happen, but man, I see but something the, so much bigger for you. Like bigger, right. And that's how I feel. Like that's how, you know, like instead of dwelling in the, um, the negative, I'm always thinking positive, you know, like if I can't change it, I give it to God. God ain't going to put no, no battles on you big enough that you can't handle, you know, and he got a reason for me being here. So, you know, he want me to reach somebody. So I, well, we're gonna... I look, it's always, it's always, it's the message through the madness. So, <laughs> mm. well, we're going to try and get this out there and reach as many people as we can. Um, I just, yeah, I really, I my, I love you. I feel like I love you too. I Thank love you. For you. Yeah, <laughs> you're my, you're part of my family. So now it's like now I'm like I'm on a mission now. <laughs> got to call if you need me to show up and motivate somebody. I'll show up, pull up, hop out, and everything, and show out. That's me. And that's, and let's talk about that. My team, my family, so. Let's talk about that too. Like, have you spoken to any? Um, I'm just thinking, like, I, I'm I'm thinking, like, you know, children's groups and things like that. Have you done any public speaking where you actually got to um, to talk to kids? Yeah, I spoke at. Um, you ever heard of Tech Fellowship? I've heard of it. Yeah, in Manhattan, it's right here off of Madison Avenue. I spoke at that school. I spoke at a school in the Bronx. Um, I did a landmark form. And um, I got invited to a Tony Robinson event. I don't know if you probably heard, you probably read about that in my story. But yeah, um, during the time I did the triad, the New York City triathlon, um, Tony Robinson invited me out to Atlanta. So I went out there and he, um, I didn't know he was going to call me on stage. He called me on stage and he uh, gave me $10,000 towards the music when I was working with the guys you know, and I was getting them traveling back and forth from DC to New York. He gave me the $10,000 to help facilitate that. And we were supposed to meet Quincy Jones, but getting back in contact with Tony's people during that time. And it was a lot of death that was in the music industry. And I think Whitney Houston, a lot of people was dying around, I think Quincy Jones um, music company and all that. So, that didn't never pan out, but we were supposed to meet up with Quincy Jones, and yeah, that that was a good. That time may have been a life. blessing. That may have been a blessing yeah. in disguise. That may. Yeah, so, you know what? The record industry. I'll tell you, it's just like Hollywood, man. There's some yeah, you know, dark. So I look at this like the 50 year anniversary of hip hop, and I'm gonna be 50 years old this year. It's time. So, like I've been trying to strive and get in the music industry just as long as it's been here. So <laughs> I think you create your own thing, man. You th- create your own yeah. thing. I was telling you, you I should, you need, I was telling you, you should create your own podcast. And you know what? Here's the thing. If you own your own music, you can, you can play that thing. You can put that music in your podcast. You can have it up on Spotify. You can do all that. I believe, I believe that the more control we have, over our creative genius, 
the better off we are. Because yeah, I've also I, seen like, how artists get, you know, I've seen how artists, you know, they're like, they're like, what do you mean? I get that's, 10 cents for that song that was made you guys a million gazillion dollars? You know what? Another thing maybe inspired me to write this book and creating content. I listen to Dame Dash a lot. I don't know if you ever heard Dame Dash. No, uh-uh. Dame Dash. You never heard Dame Dash? He used to own Rockefeller Records, Jay-Z, Dame Dash. Oh, no, I've heard of him, but I don't don't know him, but I've yeah, heard of him. Yeah, but, but um, you know, I listen to a lot of things. His podcast, when he'd be talking about business and ownership and creating content and owning your own masters and I listen to him a lot, you know, and he, he encouraged me to do a lot of things. So, you know, he's, he encouraged me to stay strong and keep pushing, you know. So, so that's why when I I was doing all the distributing of this by myself <laughs> before I even had it on Amazon because I knew it was a whole tedious process of putting it up on there. But Drafted Digital is kind of cool with it, and, it, you know, it helped me facilitate it. So you'll find out when, once you go to Drafted yes. Digital. It's real cool. Well, I'm. I see. I see the. I see a podcast in your future. Um, yes, keep ownership of everything that you have in that beautiful brain of yours, because then that way it's yours, and nobody can steal it from you, can take it from you, can do any of that. You know. Remember, that's why Prince changed his name because Sony. I think it was Sony or Warner Brothers or somebody. They had. He was they, a symbol now. Yeah, he, he had turned, to be a he symbol. His name to the symbol. Yeah. Oh, and that's then, why I turned my name. Uh, I got the tattoo to prove it. Like, do I told you my name half? You see it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I got a tattoo on my arm. Half. Half. So yeah. <laughs> oh, half. It's been such a pleasure to be with you. Um, you yeah, are welcome back I anytime. Really, Absolutely really anytime. And just keep Did me updated as to what's going on. Okay. And and I'll have Kathleen. Um, as well, I appreciate for you letting me use your platform. Like, absolutely, I'm saying I'm I'll, I'm going to donate for for that because I know it's it's going to cost you a little bit for that shipping, so I'll make sure I put the donation. Thank you, thank you so much. That's, that's like when I be posted up on sick and like some people don't have money to give me donate. I'm just telling them like, conversation is priceless. Oh, you stopping God. to talk to me, that's priceless. Yeah, that's worth a million dollars. Like you know, so like <laughs> I yes. think it's like that. You got to give a blessing to get a blessing. Mm. Oh, right. I'm so happy that you came into my stratosphere. Um, thank you so much again. I just try to, I just try to be a blessing, so I keep the blessings coming. Well, they're that's gonna, they're coming at you. They're coming your way, darling. Thank yeah. you again so much. I'm gonna keep praying. I'm gonna keep praying. <laughs> <laughs> We'll put all of the information um, for people to get in touch with you, how they can support you, and um, so that you can you can actually really do your work that you're meant to be on this planet for. And um, and I'll put all that information in the show notes. Um, thank you again, my darling, darling man. Um, and thank you, wonderful listeners who've tuned in today. You know, if you've been motivated by this conversation, if you feel um, propelled if your if your heart is pulling at you and just tugging at you please share this episode if you're um if you want to see my beautiful guest 
on YouTube. You can go and check out the Out of the Box with Christine podcast on YouTube. Get the book, If You Only Knew the Half, by Byron Soldier Breeze. And we'll have links to that in the show notes so you can get your copies as well. All right, darling. Thank you so much. And as I always say, remember to think outside that damn box. Bye for now. Bye.